Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's going on, Instagram? Hi, everybody. What's going on? I wanted to just do a quick impromptu uh, Ask the Bishop. It's super late. Um, y'all are not used to seeing me come on live this late, but I just want to do something real quick. Um, I have enjoyed doing these the last couple of weeks, just at an impromptu time. So we're going to do one tonight real quick. Hey, as you coming in, just let me know where you are looking from. Uh, tell me where you're watching from. You can ask me anything, business, finance, ministry, life, relationships, whatever. Just use the question mark at the bottom. I'm going to take five questions. I'm going to take the first five questions that come in. And uh, share with you. Good evening, everybody. Come on in, like this video. Or how you? No, you can't do. I'm thinking Facebook. Uh, come on in and uh, let me know where you're watching from, and then we're gonna do some quick ask the questions. Hey, Miami. Come on, Kenya, Detroit, Raleigh, North Carolina. Come on, y'all. Come on in, New Jersey. What's up, New Jersey? Come on in, Cape Town, South Africa. Hello, Virginia. Good to see you. Y'all let me know where you're watching from. Use the question mark at the bottom of IG. Hey, California. And we're. I saw today in California that a whole part of PC, I think it was PCH because it's Highway 1, just fell into the ocean around the Big Sur area. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It's been a while. Hey, Dallas, good to see you. Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville. What's going on, Nashville? Come on in. Listen, uh, Ohio. Come on, Ohio. Uh, what's the weather like in Ohio right now? New York City. What's happening in New York? So guys, uh, listen, I'm going to do a real quick Ask the Bishop. I have enjoyed doing these the last couple of weeks. Use the question mark at the bottom. You can ask me a question about anything and I'm going to answer that question. What's going on Buffalo, New York? Uh, I don't normally go live on a um, Saturday period and it's certainly not a Saturday night uh, while your questions are coming in. What's going on Oklahoma City, Connecticut? Y'all come on in. Where y'all watching from? So um, listen, let me just say this while you're shooting in your question. I'm going to take five questions. I can see they're starting to come in now. So type your question in. It can be about anything. Ministry, business, relationships, family, whatever. It can be about anything. And I'm going to give you an answer. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you both a practical piece to it and a spiritual piece to it. Uh, for those of you who follow me, you know that I'm all about results. So I'm going to give you something very practical and something very spiritual at the same time. We will repost. Hey, Virginia. We will repost this on uh, both the Bishop Foreman and YouTube and the Bishop Foreman Facebook pages, but I just want to come to y'all real quick since it's impromptu. Hey, Aurora. Um, so while your questions are coming in, let me just say tomorrow is the last message in our, uh, in our series, Set It Off. Oh my God. Listen, this series, Set It Off, has been amazing. That's a great question. Just put it in the question mark. Hit the question thing down below for me. That's a great question. What books am I reading? Actually, like audiobooks, I'll tell you that. But if you just put it in the question down there so I can answer for everybody. Um, but it's the last message in our series, Set It Off. What is the series Set It Off about? Set It Off uh, has several different meanings, but here's what they all boil down to. One thing can change everything. Can I get some of you all to type that on the screen? One thing changes everything. One thing changes everything. One thing changes everything. Come on, y'all. We're almost to our question. I'm going to take five of them. So once I see five down here, I'm going to start answering them. And then they're all going to rush to get them in. And y'all know I do these impromptus and these impromptus end up supposed to take 15 minutes. They end up taking an hour, but it's good content, good information. Um, one thing can change everything. And so that's what this whole series has been about. 
So I encourage you, wind chill is about 19, y'all can have that mess. Uh-uh, nope, nope. It was almost 60 degrees here in Denver today. I said, there is God. Um, one thing can change everything. Um, and so we've been looking, we look, we started with Ezekiel, then we've been talking about Joshua, Red Sea versus the Jordan River. For many of you, this year is your Jordan River year. What does that mean? The Red Sea represents your past. It represents a year where you didn't actually have to engage your obstacle. Moses lifts his hands. As he lifts his hands, uh, the, the Lord sends a storm. The Red Sea parts. They walk across on dry land. They cross over. The Lord drowns Pharaoh's army. And they're walking to the other side. And as they're walking to the, or as they get, get to the other side, the Lord drowns his army. Pharaoh has to watch them. Everybody listen. For some of you, there are people that you felt like God let get away with wronging you. And I need everybody to hear me. It was necessary. Come on. If you've had anybody do you wrong in the last 24 months, I just need you to type this on the screen. It was necessary. The Lord wanted them to see you cross over into the thing that they thought was going to drown you. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. It was necessary. It was necessary. It was necessary. He could have blocked it. He could have stopped it, but he didn't because it was necessary. All right. So um, they cross over. Then Moses dies. Um, they wander for, they wander for 40 years. Moses dies. Moses dies is 120. He takes them out at 80. So let, for those of you who are, um, older than 50, do not allow yourself to think, oh my God, I've wasted so much time. Now Moses didn't actually go back to take them out of bondage until he was 80 years old. Um, and so He's going, Joshua takes, if Moses dies, they wanted for 40 years, Moses dies, Joshua takes over. Everybody stay with me, I'm going to answer these questions. Um, Joshua takes over. Joshua says, after 470 years and 30 days, Bishop, where are you getting that from? 430 years of Egyptian bondage, then 40 years of wandering, that's 470. Moses dies. And they mourn for 30 days, 470 years and 30 days. What I love about that is that um, we're still in the first month of this year. And so for those of you who want to go deep and get prophetic in the first month of this year, when Mo, when Joshua takes over after 30 days of mourning. So today, come on, somebody ought to put that on the screen today. Let's get prophetic, right? Today, Joshua takes over and Joshua says, all right, in these next three days, we're about to cross this river Jordan. We're crossing over into the promised land. The land of Canaan is what it was called. For you and I, it's not a piece of land. It's a lifestyle. I need you to just type this shalom on the screen. It's a lifestyle. Nothing missing. Wow, that is amazing to me. That thing just hit me. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. That's the lifestyle we're headed to. The promised land is not a land absent any obstacles. In fact, proof that it's my promise is that the obstacles seem insurmountable. I'm going to say it again. For some of y'all, you're like, if it's God, it should be easy. No, it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. Proof that it's God is that the obstacles seem insurmountable. How am I going to do this? If you're not asking, how am I going to do this? You probably ain't talking about something that's God, right? Moses, Joshua says in three days, we are crossing over. So on this day, wow, that's so prophetic. On this day, Joshua says we are crossing over and we are going to take possession of this land. Um, and they do it in three days, 470 years, 30 days, in 30 days. Joshua says in three days, y'all, we're going into this thing. In three days, we're going into this thing. They mourn for 30 days. He says, you know, I don't have no idea how much I needed this. Tonight. I wasn't going to do it, to be honest with you. All right. Uh, look, I still got my no shave on. Um, Moses says, or Joshua says, we are going in. We're going in. Somebody say that. I'm going in. And here's what happened at the Jordan River. 
the Jordan River is at flood stage. It was at a flood stage because somebody said that's a word. So is uh, the Jordan River is at flood stage. Now, why is that significant? Which means the water was in places it didn't belong. And for some of you, you need to hear me. There, there are certain things that aren't where they belong in your life. The water had expanded beyond its banks. There are certain things that don't that are in places they do not belong in your life. Um, there are certain things that you're like, ah, what is this? But when the river's at flood stage, what does that mean? It's bringing resources that it wouldn't normally bring. Listen, but the very thing that seems like it's going to overtake you is actually bringing you resources. Because if the water's expanding beyond its banks, that means it's in the, it's in the fields. That means it's picking up fruit. That means it's picking up in, uh, minerals, nutrients. If you look at Genesis, the Bible says, uh, somebody says, Bishop always knows when to value my life uh, at the right time. Come on, God. Um, and so if you look at Genesis, the Bible says that the river in Genesis that came into the Garden of Eden, Eden means the land of voluptuous living, it brought them everything they needed. They needed gold, bedellium, onyx. The river brought them everything they needed. So, so the river being at flood stage meant that it was bringing things that were necessary that would not have normally been brought to them had the river not been at flood stage. In other words, what are you trying to tell me, Bishop? The thing that seems overwhelming in front of you is bringing something to you that it would not normally happen. In other words, it's good that it seems overwhelming. It's good that it seems like too much. It's good that there's some areas you're like, God, this is a flood. This is too much. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. All right? So everybody, come on, I received this. Come on, we'll, come on, we'll receive this. Um, and so in that, here's what happens. The Red Sea, Moses lifts his hands. The Red Sea, part, the Lord sends a storm, the Red Sea parts. If I listen, the Jordan River, God says, you're facing something similar, but it's not the same. I need you to just type that on the screen. It's similar, but not the same. I'm about to answer your questions. I got seven of them now. I'm going to do the first five. Um, that's what we're doing. Impromptu, ask the bishop. Just put it down and put type the question mark thing. And you can put it in there. I may y'all know me. I say five, but y'all know me. I love people, so I may end up doing all seven. Um, y'all, I'm the people's bishop, um, and I love I love doing what I do. So listen, um, what ends up happening? God says to Joshua, He says, "Listen, this is similar, but it's not the same as the Red Sea. It's similar, but it's not the same." And for some of you, already this year, you're facing some stuff that's very similar. The stuff you faced before. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. It feels the same. It looks the same. But I need you to listen to me. It is not the same as anything you faced before. It's similar, but it is not the same. It's similar, but it's not the same. You have the same fear, but this is not the same obstacle. Come on here. You have the same, you have the same hesitancy, but this is not the same obstacle. This is not the same. It's similar, but it is not the same. It was a body of water. But this is not the same. For some of you, like, oh my God, here we go again. This is not a round and round merry-go-round. This is not a merry-go-round. Somebody needs to type that on the screen. This is not a merry-go-round. This is similar, but this is not the same. I know you feel like, oh, here we go again. First of the year. This always mm -mm, shut your mouth. This is similar. Don't be offended. But this is not the same. He says to Joshua, this is similar to Red Sea, but this is not the same. You're gonna have to actually get into this water for this water to part. And for many of you, 2021 is going to be a year where you're going to have to actually do more because God is going to do more in your life. Um, I was thinking about what I did to lose. I lost 95 pounds for those of you who don't know, all naturally. Um, I did a whole blog about it, did a whole webinar about it. You can get it in our app and our website. I literally teach you how to do it. 
Well, now I have a new goal for my body, yada, yada. <laughs> I got a new goal. And now with this new goal, I was like, okay, wow, this is going to require more because I want to see more. This is going to require more Sorry. because I want to see more. Um, so I said the first time I was able to get this done and I wasn't able, I didn't have to do this, this, and this. Ready? I didn't have to do this, this, and this. Somebody says, I can't swim. Listen, stay listening to me because you're not going to have to swim. Listen. I said, I can't do this, this, you know, I didn't have to do this, this, and this the first time, but because I'm about to do more, it requires more from me. So for many of you, somebody said, I'm on my bike, come on, Earl, get on that bike. It's going to require more. Um, and so in all of that, I was, I was making plans on what was going to require more. He says, this time you have to get in the water. So Joshua sends the priest, the priests get in the water and listen, the Bible says in Joshua three, that when, uh, when they put their foot in the water, the water spread. Everybody listen. The most overwhelming part, please listen if you don't listen to anything else I say tonight. The most overwhelming part of the Jordan River, listen to me, was not the actually getting in the water. You ready? It was looking at it and thinking about it. The most overwhelming thing for you right now is not actually doing it. It's thinking about doing it. Who am I talking to? It's not actually making the change. It's thinking about making the change. It's not actually taking the step. Who am I talking to? It is thinking about taking a step. Who am I talking to? Where y'all at? That, that's the most overwhelming part. That's the most overwhelming part. Because the moment they got in the water, listen, they never actually had to get, uh, the Bible says the moment their foot touched it, which means their clothes never got wet. Listen, their clothes never got wet. Uh, 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 the robe, the priest, the robes of the priest said the Kohanim, they never got wet. The, the most overwhelming part was thinking about what I'm going to have to do, but they never had to do it. And for some of you, I rebuke, listen, it's supposed to be asked the bishop, let's go up in the spiritual. I rebuke you being overwhelmed by the thought of something you're never going to have to deal with. Come on. You're never going to have to deal with it. They didn't have to get wet. They didn't have to swim. Imagine Imagine what, listen, here's what some people would have done. Well, I better give me some swimming lessons because I'm going to have to swim. To, no, the Jordan River was known for being a dirty river. So the river was nasty. It was funky. It was stinky. You are overwhelmed by the thought of something you're never going to have to do. I want to throw my phone. So yesterday, um, Thursday and Friday, I was in New Orleans, New Orleans. And it was an amazing trip. It was a good trip for me. Um, I, I, I need trips um, just to go away for just, I don't have to be gone for a long time, but I need trips like that. Tim says, you right in my business. Um, can I tell you something? Don't tell me telling my business. <laughs> um, listen, I'm just joking. Um, since I was a little kid, I've had a fear of driving over bodies of water. Anybody else relate to that fear? If that's not been a fear of yours, like just type one of yours on the screen. Come on, you're a bishop former, so you can keep it real. Keep it real so you can heal. Like, I have had a fear since I was a little kid, uh, that's me too, Bishop, listen, of driving over bodies of water. Y'all laughing at me, don't be laughing at me, of driving over bodies of water. Did I eat a beignet? Listen, I ate too, too much yay. I had way too much yay, <laughs> okay? Um, so, I was born in Denver, but raised in Memphis, reared in Memphis. And, um, and so, in that, elevators, come on, just put, if you have a fear, just put it on the screen. This is fear. So... As a kid, I would see that bridge and I used to hate, there's a bridge that goes from Memphis into Arkansas. For those of you in Memphis or in the South, you know that bridge. The Mississippi River looks like this massive body driving through the mountains, this massive body of water when you're a kid. And so 
I, since I was a kid, I had a fear of driving over that body of water. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I was literally in Memphis uh, a few months ago working on that project, um, the music project that I did, my first hip-hop album I appeared on, the whole Christian hip-hop album I appeared on. And I was like, I ain't going on the bridge. I ain't going on the bridge. I ain't going to do it. This year. Now, just think about this. God has been good to me. I've, right, Sean said that bridge is huge. I've accomplished a lot. God has been good to me. God, and I, I didn't cast out devils. We didn't see cancer heal. We seen HIV heal. And why am I telling you all of that? When I compare that bridge to what God has done, the fear seems like it doesn't make sense. Y'all listen to me. If you compare what you're scared of to what God has already done for you, it doesn't even make sense. Y'all better hear me. Somebody say, I finally caught alive. Come on. If you compare what God has already done in your life compared to what you are facing, it doesn't make sense. Are y'all listening to me? Who am I talking to? If you compare what you are afraid of to what you've already overcome, it doesn't even make sense. But that's why the scripture says God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but we have it. What do we get it from? We've acquired it. Fear is a life acquired disease. In life, we acquire, we acquire fear. He doesn't give it to us. We acquire it. So I was in New Orleans and um, the whole time getting ready for the trip, I was looking up stuff. And one of the things I looked up, I was like, oh, wow, there's this, there's the I-10 that goes all the way. It looks like it can go all the way into Biloxi and the Florida and all of that. I said, I-10, you have to drive it over Lake Pontchartrain. Lake Pontchartrain is the lake where the levees broke and flooded New Orleans and thousands of people lost their lives, right? Just to give you context. So I was like, I'm doing it. 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 In Nolans, Nolans, they said. Um, I'm, I'm doing it. I said, I am doing it. I'm going to get, I said, look, I wouldn't do the Memphis Bridge over the Mississippi, but I'm going to drive over Lake Pontchartrain. Now, that may not seem like a big deal um, to you, um, but what's your thing? Because you got a thing. You got a Jordan River. You got a thing that you're scared as heaven, hell, and earth of to do. And for those of you who say that you don't, you lying. Your, your fear is honesty. <laughs> okay? Let's just be awesome. Let's, or let's be awesome. I saw the word awesome. Let's just be truthful. All right? Um, we all have a thing. So I said, I'm driving over Lake Pontchartrain. I'm driving on I-10. And let me tell you what happened. Don't y'all tell my business, okay? So driving on I-10... And I'm like, okay, cool. I got this. I got this. I got this. I'm cool. I'm good. And then that bridge did like this here. That that thing went like, look, like this here. Do you hear me? That thing went up and over. I said, look, I, this looks like the stairway to heaven. No joke. While I was doing it, I'm making a point. While I was doing it, if you're just coming in, stick with me because you'll understand the point in a moment. While I was doing that, I ended up, um, I pulled off. I said, I need to go give me a smoothie. I pulled off. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm pulling off. I said, I am going to get me a smoothie. I pulled off. I said, just too much. I ain't going to be able to do it. I said, I ain't going to be able to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it. I had some encouragement and that encouragement came and, uh, and, and it, was, it was amazing how that encouragement came. I had some encouragement and, and with that encouragement, come on hometown, Nola, with that encouragement, I said, I'm doing it. So I got back up, went over the bridge. Drove over the bridge, boom, got a picture driving over the bridge, rescued by the smoothie. Because I said, I need, I need this trip. Everybody listen, everywhere you go, it should be making you better. 
For those of you who like, I just need a break. Your break should be making you better. For those of you who say, I just need some time off. Wherever you're taking your time off, it should be making you better. Everything you do should be making you better. You said, I didn't come down here just to eat, okay? And I did eat. I said, but I came down here. Come on, two hours from Norman's. I came down here um, so that I leave better. So I did it. I crossed it and, I, and it was good. Here's the point. Once I was on the bridge, I was good. The only part where there was a challenge was looking at it. Come on. The only challenge was looking at it. Are you hearing me tonight? The only challenge was looking at it. That was the only challenge. Because once I was on it, I was good. And I want to say to some of you tonight, your challenge is you're looking at your Jordan River. And that's the overwhelming part. It's not actually, once you're in there, you're good. You're good. You got it. Can I just get you to put this on the screen? I've got this because God has me. Can you, I know it's long. I know it's long, but just type it. I've got this because God has me. It's just simple. That's the most overwhelming part. That's the most overwhelming part. Um, the whole trip was amazing. It was great. I've met I've got people who are involved in every level of government, different things and um, scholastic endeavors and all types of things. There. It was a great trip. But at the end of the day, at least I didn't drive over with my eyes closed. Oh, my God. No. Oh, God, no. No. Um, so so for many of you, 2021, this is your Jordan River year, right? You're going to have to get in there. But once you get in there, all the obstacles you thought you were going to have to face, you won't face. They literally didn't have to swim. They didn't have to get no boat. They, they didn't do any of that because when they got in there, the Lord parted the water. I just need you to say, this is my Jordan. Come on. Whatever you are facing, this is your Jordan. And you've got this because God's got you. All right. So anyway, I hope that encourages somebody um, because there's so much. It's so small, but it was amazing. And, and I thought about it. I was like, how are you? How are you laying hands and people? All of this. And God's allowed you to accomplish all these things. And I, I'm like, God, I'm just getting started. That's the way I view my life um, is I, I'm just getting started. Um, uh, you know, I'm, that's the way I view life. I'm just getting started. And for many of you, this is your Jordan. Your Jordan is there's something you have to get in there and do. And it only looks overwhelming looking at it. But once you're doing it, you're good. But you're so, you are paralyzed by what you analyze. I'm going to say that again. Let me back that thing up. You are paralyzed by what you analyze. All right, let me do these Ask the Bishop questions. Time for offering, Bishop. That was a word. Come on, offering. Use the cash app. Bishop Foreman with the number one. Bishop Foreman with the number one. Bishop Foreman with the number one. Let me just say this, though. This is what I was trying to get to. Tomorrow at Harvest, 9.15, 11.15 Mountain Time. It's 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern Time. Both experiences. If you're in Denver, you can get in the building. If you're not in Denver, watch, stream. It'll be amazing for you on all of our digital campuses, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope, while it's still active. Got one more month or two more months or whatever, Periscope. Periscope, uh, the Harvest Channel, all of that. Um, it's going to be amazing. So I definitely encourage you to make sure that you watch. All right, let me get these questions answered for you. Here we go. Here's one. What books are you reading right now? So I love audio books, and one of the audio books that I am, um, one of the audio books that I'm reading right now is the biography of Steve Jobs. It's very, 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 very. very very, 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 very long. <laughs> and then after it, you say that many berries, then add like 15 more berries. Um, he was a disruptor who changed technology. Uh, and he had some very unorthodox methods 
Um, and so I like to learn from people. Uh, I like to learn from people. All right. So that's uh, that's that's one of the books I'm reading. I'm doing audio books. All right. Hold on for that cash app. Let's make it F O R E. Come on, get it right. F O R E M A N. Just just so we on the same page. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Um, what's this one say? Where can I get a ring like yours? Okay, which one? The lion? Um, the lion. This is an alpha and omega ring. Um, I tend to wear this a lot during the week. And then I have my Harvest V rings. I've got uh, three of those. Um, I have three of those. So, um, so the lion, though, you can get that probably at any at any jewelry store. I would imagine this particular lion with the big the big lion Mufasa. I don't know, you know, all the way you can get Mufasa. I don't remember where I got Mufasa from. All right, all right. What else we got? Um, let's see. How long does it take for your past to leave you alone? Um, that's a choice. Your past can only mess with you if you allow for it to. All right, guys. And if you have a question, I need you to put it in the question thing down there. I said I would do five. I'll do just a couple more since these are going real fast. Um, um, so you just put those down in the question. How long does it take for your past to leave you alone? Right? That's a choice. Um, you have to choose for something to be a bother or an issue or a nuisance for you. That's a choice. So how long does it take as soon as you decide to detach? Um, think of it this way. All right, let's just let's just pretend like I'm on one side. This this your past pulling you. This you. All right, it's only a struggle because you won't let go. The struggle ends when you stop struggling. Like yesterday, um, yesterday, um, I, I remember having a conversation, and in having that conversation, um, it became clear to me in that conversation. It became clear to me that this you you cannot you need to you need to just chop you need to just chop and keep it moving. Um, there's nothing for you to hold on to in that, right? Um, and so some that you just got to do it like that. All right, here we go. Um, here's another one. I'm just taking them as they come up. Does COVID give you anxiety? No. All right. Um, that's a simple one. How did you? How did you get started when you first acknowledged your calling? Submission. I submit it and still do now. Um, submission is the mission. Can I get a few of you to type that? Submission is the mission. Submission is the mission. Um, and, and let me just say about that chopping thing. Most times when we think of people no longer sitting in certain seats in our life, we think that has to be messy. Um, you guys really, the series we're doing this month called Love Songs, I'm telling you. Um, it's going to be amazing. The February series is love songs. So let me tell you this. The first message, the first song I'm doing this coming Wednesday. Oh my God. I, I, I finished that message today. That thing was so good to me. I wanted to preach it tomorrow. Uh, poison. Belle Biv DeVoe. Poison is the first message on Wednesday. Um, it's going to be amazing. Oh my God. So sometimes when a person no longer occupies a certain seat in your life, we think that has to be messy and mean. and It does not. It really does not. Um, um, you just all I can say is don't miss the message. It's on Wednesday at seven o'clock. Poison, poison, boom, yeah, poison. All right. Um, submission was the mission, so I submit it. And even as a man in authority, I'm still under authority, so I I keep my hand to this way to my pastor. But I will say this: submission is the mission. Um, you get started by submitting, um, and then there's a process because what you think. What you think um, is um, what you're supposed to do is different. Elisha thought he was just, listen, Elisha thought 
that his assignment was just to be Elijah's assistant, which would have been an amazing assignment. What he didn't realize is Elijah was training him to replace him. All right. Um, so what's the principle? The principle is, but Elijah taught him that. And through his submission, he learned that. Elisha did double the miracles than Elijah did. But Elisha was content to only being an ox herder. Elisha pulled more out of him. Like my gift, I'm gifted apostolically. So my gift for people, the Bible says, I give you the keys to the kingdom. And Luke 17, 21 says, the kingdom is not here or there, it's in you. So literally the, the goal of the apostolic gift is to, is to unlock people. So that's my gift. I unlock people. What's in them, I unlock it and then use it, deploy it. Um, but you cannot be unlocked if you won't sit still long enough for, for, for the lock to be turned. So submission is the mission. All right. Uh, what else we got? Let me just pull them up here real fast. Um, bam, bam, bam. I'm trying to make sure I get some of the ones. Let's see what happened to Mufasa's body. Does Scar really eat him? You know, I think you're talking about the, well, no, I think, I'm sure you're talking about the movie Lion King. I don't know the answer to that. That's a good question. I do not know the answer to that. Um, I do not know the answer to that. I don't remember that from the movie. That's a great question. I do not know the answer to that, though. Um, well, here's what I will say. I did a message that everybody should go check out. Um, called I, I think moments called The Gospel According to Simba. And then I taught on the whole movie, The Lion King. You can get those on our app. How can you get our app? Text the word HARVEST to 55498. You can get our app. You can get our podcast, tons of messages and more that I've taught on that before. Um, all right. Um, here's another question. Uh, how do you get unstuck and start making progress? Here's what I will say, though. Um, um, Scar, his name and the language there. Uh, it means debris or trash. You have to be careful because most of the trashy people you will deal with are people that are closest to you. And they will try to put their trash in your life and try to make you feel guilty if you don't take their trash out. All right. Anyway, how do you get unstuck and start making progress again? Super simple. Realize where you went off, where you got off. Realize where you got off. Um. If you stop making progress, you got off somewhere or you plateaued. When you plateau, what does that mean? That means you need to, something needs to intensify. Something needs to intensify um, in your life. So that's how you do that. All right. Somebody says, that's where I'm at right now. So come on. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to make sure I get to the older ones first. Um, can fear be a strong man or it can be something deeper that's rooted? Normally fear is something deeper that's rooted. I'm going to do a post that actually shows me driving over Lake Pontchartrain. And I say, God, why am I afraid of this? This doesn't even make any sense. This is dumb. Like I've bungee jumped and done other stuff. Like this doesn't even make any sense. This is dumb. There's a road here in Denver called the Dam Road. On one side is, is about a 45 degree angle that goes down to the Cherry Creek Reservoir, a dam, this dam, man-made dam. You know, on the other side, like a 45 degree angle that goes to a highway and it's a two lane thing, you know, type of deal. Very narrow. Um, I drive that often. And um, and so I said, this is dumb. Why is that? And I realized it, it was connected. There's something called. Can I get a few of you to type this? The law of linkage. I'm about to get off of here. The law of linkage. The law of linkage. The law of linkage. 
um, and what the lot bishop sings something for us. You gotta watch church tomorrow. See what see what comes out. See what comes out. Um, uh, somebody says bungee jump. That's them. No, I ain't no. <laughs> that was good. I ain't no Monica. It was good. Um, but the law of linkage says that I will associate anything new that's similar with old pain. I've been saying this a lot in our series. Set it off. It's not that you're afraid of new. You're afraid of old pain. So when I was a kid. Um, my mother was making, she was cooking some chitlins on the stove and one of those uh, uh, silver roasting pans. Anybody from the South know about them silver roasting pans? Big old oval shaped roasting pan. You had to put it on two burners or put it in the oven. She was making some chitlins. As a kid went in there, I pushed the little thing over to get the chitlins. Boom. Um, um, hot air came back, pulled back the skin on my wrist. It had to be this wrist because I'm right-handed. Pulled back the skin on my wrist and um, and Boom. I mean, that was very painful. I remember that as a kid. I literally remember where that happened, when it happened, how my skin looked when that happened. Linkage. Whenever we, everybody listen, whenever we have traumatic experiences, it creates a marker in our mind. I'm going to say it again. Whenever we have traumatic experiences, it creates a marker in our mind. So that marker in my mind said that anytime you see a hot stove, it immediately linked me back to this. It is one of the ways, I know about those pants. It is one of the ways that we use um, to develop things to do and to not to do. And from a psychological standpoint, the unintended consequence of that is it creates fear. If you've ever been by a spider, you see a spider, you link back to that bite. All right. Um, and, and so that's the same thing that happened. And so I, that, that moment of trauma for me, it, every time I would see a hot stove, Boom, that's immediately where my mind went. Every time I saw orange coils, my mind immediately went back and thought, I missed my question, my phone died. That's okay, you can go back and look at it. I'm gonna post it, you can go back and look, all right? So important um, that you understand that. So is fear is fear something deeper? It's, it's generally, I'll say this, it's generally always deeper. You need to go find the what, what you're linking to. You're not, everybody listen to this, this is good. Y'all ready? Here it goes. Most times we're not thinking, we're linking. I'm going to say that again. Most times we're not thinking we're linking. You're not thinking about it. You're linking to something from the past. You're not thinking. You're not thinking. You're linking. You're not, somebody says, that's why you don't cook. You know, I was, going to, I was going to throw that in there. That's not why. I like a clean kitchen. That's why I don't cook. But, <laughs> um, but um, that's why. And then it takes so long. By the time you finish cooking and now you got to clean up and then, you know, I eat as I cook. So by the time I'm done cooking, I'm not even hungry anymore. It's just the whole thing. All right. Most times you don't link. You think, or excuse me, you don't think you link. You don't think you're linking to something. When you say, I just need to process it. You're not processing it. You are linking to something from the past. You are linking to something from the past. Now, guys, y'all say you can't cook. Yes, I can cook. I cook breakfast. I don't believe in cooking them other meals. I used to have a sign in my kitchen that says, keep the kitchen clean, eat out. Amen. I just want to be a blessing to the people and I need the people to cook for me so I can be a blessing. Amen. Come on. He said, I don't cook either. I understand. Come on, right? All right. Um, your shirt, where can you purchase it? In our online store, harvestchurch.church. Um, can I get a few of you to type that? Harvestchurch.church. Or you can also get it uh, in our app. If you text the word harvest, can I get a few to type that? Text the word harvest to 55498. This is something we say often. This is something I say often when I preach. I was born to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. I had a bobblehead. 
thing or a little doll made. Um, it used to be in the studio. It's it's moved around somewhere. But anyway, um, where somebody had an audio of me saying that same thing. All right. Uh, let's see. This is more than five, but since they were quick, I'm just hitting them. Um, let's see. What is the best type of real estate to invest in as a newbie? Great question. Um, it depends on how much you have to invest. There's something called um, REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust, um, where you can invest sort of with a group of investors. Best way to start, depending on how much money you have, might be something like that. Let me just preface that. I'm not giving financial advice. I am not a licensed financial advisor. So let me just preface that. But that might be something to look into. All right. Let me see. What else we got? Um... Okay. Let me see. I'm trying, it's it's not showing me here. All right, here we go. How do you know what your purpose is that God created for? How do you know what your purpose is that God created you for? Great question. So let me. Um, I'll say this, and guys, since I'm over my five, I'm gonna do this again. So I decided I'm gonna do these more often. So just stay connected to me. All right. Make sure you get our app too. I only came live on IG. We'll post this on the Bishop Form on YouTube and Facebook and everybody can see it. Um, but let me say this. Um, how do you know your purpose? Our purpose is universal. The scripture says, 2 Corinthians 5, um, we are ambassadors pleading for those um, that do not know the Lord to come to the Lord. All right. But from your purpose, so that's universal for every Christian. From your purpose, you have something that's called your assignment. The Bible says, Make your calling and your election sure. Your calling and your line and your assignment sure. Essentially, what that means. What is that? Um, let's use school for example. Um, you can go to school um, in college. Everybody's going to have you know your general studies courses predicated upon your major. You're going to have specific courses that you go through and you walk through that are not the same as everybody else's. And so that being said, it's the same thing for your assignment. And I did a whole series. In fact, let me give you the name of the series. It's called Sons of the Prophets. Sons of the Prophets. Um, and I talk about that. Here's some of the messages in there. Unlocked, arrows, unbound, anointed to accelerate. It was a whole series that I did back in the beginning of 2018, it looks like. Um, I keep these good records. Um, um, but it's a great series that can speak to that with more specificity. It's called Sons of the Prophets and that speak to that. Um, there's also, um, I, I think that's a good place to start. I'd start there. All right. All right. Listen, guys, I did way more than my five, uh, questions. Um, but good to, why am I getting up all close on the screen? I don't want to do y'all ever been on FaceTime with somebody. <laughs> y'all ever been on FaceTime with somebody. And while they're doing the FaceTime, they got the, the camera, they got the camera way. Y'all FaceTime with the like that. Every time I get close to the screen to see it, because I got on this white and the writing is right. And so the white is canceling one another out. So every time I get up close on the screen, that's what it looks like. I, I feel I feel like people are like, if you don't pull that phone back from your face. Anyway, guys, I pray this is a blessing tonight. Um, I pray this was a blessing tonight. Again, church in the morning, 9.15, 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. If you're in Denver, get to the building. If not, you can stream it. I promise you it's going to be good. Now, I, no, I don't even need the glasses. 
I have my contacts in. It's just the it's the white canceling out the white. It's the white canceling out the white. Y'all trying to give me a prescription. Hey, he writes out all of my scriptures. Remember that old song? No, it's not that. It's just the white. It's white on top of white. So I'm trying to see see past that. Um, so I saw a few questions I did not get to. So here's what I want to ask that you do. Stay connected. I promise I will answer your questions. Um, I promise I will do that. When we post on Facebook or YouTube, there will be some questions that came in. I promise you I'll answer them because I'm committed to doing these. I like doing these. So uh, I can do that. And I'm going to give you scripture. I'm going to give you Bible to back it up. Um, so I encourage you to just stay connected. And I will absolutely come on in. the Come on here. Come on in the room. Y'all know that. I pray you've been blessed. If you want to sow, you can sow. If this blessed you tonight, always be a blessing to what blesses you. I'm a faithful giver. Never judge somebody's harvest if you haven't checked their seed. I'm a giver. I am a giver. You can't outgive me. I am a giver. And God is good to me as a result of that. So I encourage you to do that. Um, a bishop woman with the number one. Right. I, there's there's a few more that are in the queue, but for the sake of time, I'm going to I'm gonna I will give I will come to your questions. I'm gonna do more of these. So I got you covered. All right. Praise God. Love you. Much appreciation to you. Um, if you want to sow Bishop Homer with the number one, or you can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give and do give that way. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, you can do all of that. Let me say this real quick, guys. If you're on here tonight and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, number one, number two, if you um, have given your life to the Lord, but you've fallen away, or number three, you're like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. I don't want to get off of this live without doing something at Harvest we call throwing that net. What does that mean? Give you an opportunity to come to the Lord. If that's you on three, we're about to hop off in 30 seconds. If that's you, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord to be sure. On three, I just simply want you to do the hand with emoji or say it's me. And I want to pray with you before we get off of here tonight. Don't let January 30th in before you've given your life to the Lord. If that's you, do the hand with emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. Just become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I don't like getting off of a live anytime without dropping that net. Um, all of what we've done is great, but if there's those that need to come to the Lord tonight, we want to extend that opportunity to you. And so if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, be sure to just do that hand wave emoji. I see you. See, this is why we do it. This is why we do it. Do that hand wave emoji and say it's me. This is why we do it. Come on, y'all. This is why we do it. Because every life is important. Every single life is important. Become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, be sure. I see his hands already. Do a hand wave emoji, say it's me. Even if you watch the replay, I still need you to respond too. Do that hand wave emoji, say it's me. Guys, don't get off, don't get off the live yet. Don't be like the people that you know get up and start moving around in church when they start doing all to God. Don't do that. It's disrespectful. You're messing up the flow of the spirit. Stay with me. You've been with me this time. Stay with me. We're almost done. Give me 20 more seconds. People are coming to the Lord tonight. And that's what matters. That's what matters. That. God, that thing there, that just gets me going. I could, I live for that. I live for that. Uh, listen, you still got a minute to respond. I'm going to count you down. Five, we already saw the responses. Four, we're going to wait on you. Three, just pray for you. I got you. Two, one. Hand wave emoji says me. You need to come a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord to be sure. I want everybody to pray this for me. Even if you went to school with Jesus, I need you to pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, come on, y'all say it with me. I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Thank you for giving me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, let's say it together. Amen. Wow, people came to the Lord on an impromptu live on a Saturday night. Here's what I need you to do. 
Take out your phone, text the word decision to 55498. When you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away and show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. I encourage you to shoot that text because we want to get uh, get that message into your hands so that you know what to do next. Okay, I prayed this prayer. Now what do I do? Literally, I'm going to answer the questions of what to do next. All right. Love you guys. Hope you have an amazing night. Uh, I know this was uh, like the red. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I got to coordinate. Got to coordinate. See? <laughs> red shirt, red bracelet. And red LeBrons. You can't see them, but red LeBrons. Uh, anyway, uh, I love you guys. Have an amazing night. If you're going to sow, go sow Bishop Foreman with the number one or Harvest Church uh, Give. And uh, Harvest Church, the church for us, that's give. You can give that way. There was someone that said, just pray for me. So, Father, let me pray for you. Let me cover you before you go to sleep. Father, I cover everybody right now on prayer. And in the name of Jesus, God, I cover them under the blood. I pray that they'd sleep well. I pray that you'd give them the strategy, the structure. Father, and the synchronicity necessary for the next stage of life. I pray that as this is their Jordan River year, they're going to have to get in there. I pray, God, that you would give them the boldness and the patience. Hebrews 10 says, cast not therefore away your boldness, for it has great recompense of reward. I pray that they would be bold. And then verse 36 says, for you have need of patience. Patience, God, is not just us waiting. Patience is how we act while we wait. Patience is the level of endurance we can take before we become negative while we're being delayed or provoked. And I pray we be bold and patient right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody said, amen. So everybody, have an amazing night. See you in the morning for church. It's going to be amazing. It's a fifth Sunday. Now we have this thing at Harvest we do where fifth Sundays, I could say anything. All right, I'm just telling you. So, um, I'm just saying, we have this thing uh, where Fifth Sundays, I'd say anything. It's going to be Bible, it's going to be good, but I'm just telling you, it's a Fifth Sunday tomorrow. So I got five on it. So I'm just telling you, it's going to be amazing. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you to the women and men serving our armed forces and to our military veterans and their families. I'm Matt Tate, CEO of Mantech. For more than 50 years, we've supported our government in keeping our country safe. We couldn't do it without the thousands of veterans who work at Mantech securing the future of our nation and everything from cyber and AI to enterprise IT and high-end engineering. Visit us at wearemantech.com. To all veterans and active military personnel, Mantech says thank you.